Hello there, my adoring children. It is your dog, Wolf the God, and I'm bringing down my righteous and infallible judgment here on 694.2 PTBP, Contention's most holy and blessed radio station. You're all seeing, all-knowing Wolf has a correction to make from my previous transmission. See, Judge Ephraim Cortland isn't actually at fault in regards to my kidnapping. He was simply a patsy, a cog in preacher sheriff Dr. Bobby Custard's dastardly scheme, wherein, <clears throat> I mean, a scheme which was perpetuated by... The other three are still alive? Okay, okay, um... <clears throat> A scheme which was perpetuated by the despicable three, Custard's minions, Everett Pace, Jack Perlman, and Professor Horace Green. Do not trust these real-life versions of Kevin, Stewart, and Bob. Our last hope is my personal lord and savior, Silas Cole, the only begotten son of Wolf, the way, the truth, and the light. No one comes to the dog except through him. Glory to Cole in the Silas. Forever and ever. Um. Oh no! Hold on! No! I'm Wolf! I'm real Wolf! Y'all knew that shit weren't me, right? <laughs> Would old Wolfie do you dirty like that? Fuck no. Silas and Mary Cole ain't up to no good, and they can somehow do some cursed shit, but they can't quite recreate Wolf the Dog. I don't know how they got so damn close, but I do know two things to be certain. I need to go on and get the shit out of the past. And this here is a brand spanking newfangled bop that puts a pop in your slop. It's the Creek Rocks with Can't You Hear Them Wolves a Howlin'? Which one? A Walk to Remember. Of course I do. Oh, where she's in two places at once. Yeah, shit. I was thinking of the one with the... <laughs> was that the main inspiration for the primary campaign, Zach? Yeah, of course. As a the, uh, the son of a preacher man. As a son of a preacher man. I love that song and that movie. So yeah, of, of course... Uh, when the when the ball destroys everyone in that. If you like that song so much, <laughs> name five songs from that song. Uh, yeah. A Walk to Remember, 
Uh, Sixpence None the Richers, Greatest Hits. No, I was actually thinking of the movie with Julia Stiles. I fucked up. Fucked up the whole... That season of Dexter? Ten Things I Hate About about You? No, shit. What movie am I thinking of? (laughs) Julia and Julia? (laughs) 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 Where Julia Stiles and Julia Childs Childs. go on adventures together. (laughs) That's not an SNL sketch. uh, We should should edit that together. Uh, no, who was in Save the Last Dance? I don't know. Uh, was it Freddie Prince Jr.? Joe's on it. Joe, tell me the answer. You were correct. Julia Stiles is in Save the Last Dance. Thank You're you. You're a genius. I don't know. Like Maybe I should have given more hints. What happens uh, in that movie? Why did... Oh, she's just trying to make a documentary about Michael Jordan. Oh, <laughs> oh really? <laughs> really? No, but did you have any... <laughs> Did you have anything to say about that, Luke? Uh, <laughs> I was watching. It was a long did you Did you have anything really, really, really good to say yeah, about the I Michael Jordan documentary last night? And I like was doing something on my computer, and I look up, and in it, there's this dude that looks like he has like ramen noodle hair, and he's like walking by, and. For, I literally had to rewind it because I thought it was Kyle Mooney like <laughs> doing a character because he like walked like Kyle Mooney and was making some weird like joke and like making his hands and arms do exactly Kyle Mooney shit. But it was just some old like dude with like terrible <laughs> hair. Oh, are you talking about his weird security guard guy? Yeah, he like yeah. doesn't look like a real person. But I was like, <laughs> I'm like, is Kyle Mooney in this? And then I realized no, because he was probably ten years old when that was filmed. <laughs> you were right, Luke. It was good that we discussed that on the podcast instead of before we recorded. <laughs> Well, I just wanted something to say. I, I think he said he, he had multiple things to say about the documentary. Yeah, you did was say that there were two about things. That one well, I ended guard. up looking up who that guy was. So we've gotten the first one. Oh, oh, one B. So part two of the first thing. Who is this fellow? I uh, don't remember his name, but he was like worked security for the for the United Center, and that was it. That's all I could find about him. <laughs> Wow. We've struck gold once again. <laughs> Luke, that's still your first thing, really. <laughs> Detective Luke is on the case. Oh, he just blew vape smoke directly into his camera as if to put it in each of our faces simultaneously. <laughs> and, and put a lovely point on the... Uh... Had I not said, let's record this on the podcast, we would still not be recording the podcast. <laughs> and that's a very that's good true, point. That's true, yeah. He engineered it. He made it happen. He hacked us all. And some would argue we're not recording the podcast yet. (laughs) (laughs) Only if it makes it in are we technically recording the podcast. (laughs) Getting ready to play Ephraim. I've never been more happy to say, Luke, take your headphones off. (laughs) (laughs) You're being punished, Luke. Hold on, I'm getting a call from my dad. Let's see if we can engineer a real uh, a real Luke's mom moment here. <laughs> here, 80 episodes hey. later. Uh, I'm in the middle of recording. Say something scary. <laughs> Just say something spooky. <laughs> oh, say something scary. Oh, fuck, I don't know. Uh, Trump gets reelected. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> 
right. <laughs> He's right. All That's right, fucking horrifying. Love you, bye. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What is Everett Pace currently doing? Uh, last I remember, I think I was just I just was covering the front door with my gun. The last episode, I was headphones off for a good portion at the end, so I don't know how things have progressed from there. Judge Ephraim Cortland had gone in after Silas Cole, who went in handcuffed. You haven't heard anything since. I believe you failed some listen rolls. And you have your gun trained at the door. Jack Perlman, <gasps> what is the... In the words of the name on our Zoom call, sex icon and probably dead soon character (laughs) doing. I have a one HP and not much sanity. And I believe I failed my first aid roll on myself. So I just like... Oh yeah, you hurt yourself more. I think I hurt myself (laughs) even more. And I'm just like on the ground. I don't, I don't... With one HP, am I able to like do anything or am I like... I'm down on the ground. Yeah, no, absolutely. Because you succeeded on your constitution check, you don't have any mechanical disadvantages toward you currently I'm just based on the way <laughs> that I like playing this game. Cool. Okay. Good to know. I mean, if you try to sprint after someone, I'll probably be like, hey, maybe take a massive negative. But yes. Yeah. Yeah. Besides that, what's Professor Horace Green doing? I don't know. Where are we? Yes, that is correct. That was my question for you. <laughs> yeah, no one answered. No, I'm I'm covering the door, and he's injured uh-huh. outside the door, right. front yard of this the coal home. I think you're also injured Perfect. next to me. No, I'm very hurt. I know that, <laughs> but I got a little healing, so I'm. Yes. I was I was close to dead. Now I'm not. You just blew the brains, like you just oh, yeah. blew the head <laughs> off of the preacher, doctor, sheriff. Bobby Custard. Right, but I didn't see it, so I missed the sanity. (laughs) And you're the only one who didn't lose sanity. (laughs) So Horace Horace shouts, uh, By God, maybe he'll listen to the law. Or a man of God. Where's the preacher sheriff? (laughs) He just starts reaching around him, trying to feel out for the the preacher sheriff. Everett is not going to look back, but just kind of gesture back to where the body is. You done nailed him. You done nailed him. And you're gesturing to the back of the wagon where his body flew, but the head is sitting about 10 feet away from Horace Green on the ground where it landed with a thump. And if you were golfing, you would have to fix the divot that the head made when it landed initially (laughs) in the dirt. Horace Green vomits. Good heavens! <laughs> Perlman's just clenching his his leg, and he's just like, "God damn it!" But somehow, due to his his sex icon status, I think is really powering to stand up because you can't be sexy while you're bleeding on the ground. Oh, I thought you were gonna say sitting down <laughs> or sitting down. <laughs> huh? Zach, trust me. No one's ever okay. looked sexy sitting in a chair. Ever. <laughs> or sitting on the ground or laying down. Has anyone ever been sexy laying in a bed? I'm looking at five really sexy dudes sitting in chairs right now. We should record the show standing, maybe. Ooh. No. <laughs> I think the vibe change would be. The people couldn't handle that. <laughs> There'd be way too much chaotic energy happening if I, I we really weren't do bound think to our chairs. talk over each other more. Sorry, I stood for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. I 
I have to download these files, Luke. No, you don't. You literally don't. Like, it's not a rule that you have to look at what Luke sends us over the chat while we're recording. It's just minions pornography. <laughs> it's true. It's it's not a rule. But Luke, if you want people to look at them, you need to send a link or something because these make you download the file and I'm not going to do that. He doesn't have a headphone on. He does not have a headphone. Oh, God <laughs> damn it. He's just being a little terrorist, throwing <laughs> bombs into the session. Okay. Exactly. I'll text him and let him know. <laughs> stop. It just says stop. <laughs> Jack Perlman <sighs> standing up and, and standing next to Everett with his rifle out also. I want to holler into the house. Judge, you in there? You got him? You got him cornered? Uh, do I hear any reply? We'll find out. Oh, no. Oh, God, he's not in this window. <laughs> he's smoking the hell of dope. No, he is. He definitely is. He's not, dude. Nope, he oh, wasn't. There, he saw it. <laughs> Hi. Hey. It was just right when we right when we started sh- fl- flipping the bird. Is that what we're calling that? Yeah. <laughs> when we started birding to get him to come back, he blew the smoke directly into the camera again. <laughs> I've always thought of uh, thought of it as asking um, them to fly away home. Oh, like come back to their home, like that movie I With didn't us? see. Okay, guys, check the links I sent on the Zoom. No thanks. No, please. that's what I was trying to tell to you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when we we have to download those and I'm not going to fucking do that so just upload them to Imager or something and then send them that way you can't just click and download it no <laughs> I'm not saving your bullshit on my computer wait don't do that judge what do you see he's literally doing it currently <laughs> I'm doing it right now look at the general idea oh is come. it the, the Chicago Bulls d- guy yeah his name's Mike no Let's see. Can we all agree that these links are stupid and ruinous? <laughs> what? Why do you guys hate this so much? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to record a goddamn podcast. Well, if Luke. you would have just looked at the fucking pictures. <laughs> oh, dude, if you would have sent this like literally 20 minutes ago, it would have been perfect. This guy is hilarious looking. <laughs> also, it does not look like Kyle Mooney. Dude, He's... if you could just get the <laughs> second picture. We love you. We hate this. <laughs> I'm ready whenever. <laughs> I wish Luke was like, I'm, I got to Photoshop some, a couple things real quick. <laughs> it's just the same picture with Minion. <laughs> oh, my God. There's another one. Luke, I take everything back. This was worth it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, especially for the people listening to this audio medium look up john michael was what's his name wozniak <laughs> there you have it folks <laughs> all right good night guys <laughs> luke how does the judge uh well i was gonna i thought i was gonna be by myself <laughs> can we uh get these other guys off <laughs> oh no he's like what i'm about to do is unspeakable to other humans <laughs> All right, everybody else taking their headphones off. So Judge Ephraim Cortland, having just been removed from his own body and replaced with M-A-R-Y, Mary Cole, you are in the bedroom. Silas Cole is still handcuffed. He was hiding behind a turned over bed. However, now he is uh, 
still behind the bed and still in handcuffs, but he's not cowering in fear. He's now crouching in concentration, focusing deeply on the words he is chanting into this disheveled bedroom. A beaming light forms on his lips, and a white-hot blaze of color begins dripping down, viscous and alive, and it puddles beneath Silas Cole's chanting mouth onto the dusty floor below before flowing gently toward the far side of the room. Okay, Luke, you can also see as Mary Cole, there's an oily black substance leaking from your facial orifices. You can kind of feel it like a, like a perpetual runny nose and eyes and ears and mouth. And this squamous ichor seems to almost pull itself down to the ground where this mesmerizing, brilliant light has pooled between the two doors of this room. The syrup, made out of the absence of color that just came out of you, begins swirling into its opposite, and the two unnatural, ungodly, glass-forming liquids at first refuse to blend like oil and vinegar, but then the most beautiful, awe-inspiring color you've ever seen forms from this bond, and another equally mind-shattering color joins it, and another, and another, and now the old wooden floor on the far side of this bedroom between the only two doors is covered jam to jam with a perversely extraordinary Technicolor portal. Right. So I'm going to go over and take the handcuffs off of Silas, look at him and be like, okay, I'm going to lead him in here. Just be ready for him. Wide-eyed. Silas is just nodding. Uh, Ephraim steps over the portal carefully and opens the door, shuts it behind him. And as he enters back into the living room, are you going to the living room or the back door? Do the doors open in to where the portals are or out? They open in. Cool. Good. Okay, so I'll shut the that door behind me, and then I'm just gonna exit the house. The front was it? Yeah, was it the first room that all the gore and stuff was in? Yes. Okay. That was in the front. Okay, I'm gonna exit and head out. And as you're in there, you hear Everett Pace yell out, "Judge, you in there? You got him? You got him, Carter?" Uh, open the door and look for him. Hi. Hello. Did you guys have Hello. a good time alone like you always get to do? Mm-hmm. Zach never <laughs> gives me alone times anymore. You just have to make bold, bold character choices, and then you get alone time with the handler. <laughs> and it's always good. Yeah, guys, I guess we're hanging back on this one to... Uh... Let Justin get some alone time. So. <laughs> I storm in alone wherever I could go alone. <laughs> I run Everyone, away take your headphones off. I, I have to tell Zach something important. <laughs> I love I you. I love you. <laughs> Secret kiss. Secret kiss. <laughs> <laughs> okay, they okay, okay they can get their wild. headphones back on. <laughs> <laughs> now that we're all back here, were you guys secret kissing in here? No. Shh. You didn't see anything or hear. Joe, anything. you fucking keep your mouth shut. <laughs> or join us next time. So, <laughs> Judge Ephraim Cortland, 
opens up the front door to the Cole homestead as Everett Pace and Jack Perlman have their guns set <gasps> on the front door. And Professor Horace Green is horrifyingly staring at the head of Pastor Sheriff Preacher Dr. Pastor Preacher Sheriff Dr. Bobby Custard, which is on the ground about 10 feet away from him. Judge Efren Cortland, as you walk out, you see that head just sitting on the ground and you do not see the body. Blood is everywhere. And the three of these men are the only ones out here. You no longer find the wild, crazed teenager. Like one of those teenagers at one of those concerts (laughs) that you might find just wild. Smoking reefer. Oh my God, can you even imagine? That's probably what made her this way. Everett, Everett, uh, Jumps and it almost shoots, but oh, it, it's Judge. Horace sees it's Judge and shoots. <laughs> <laughs> I come outside and I look and see the head, and I just look at them like, what? What happened? Horace is slowly crawling, like in amazement, towards the head. We uh, we ha- we had we had a little accident out here. What's what's going on in there? Did you did you get did you get Silas? Well, yeah, in a way. Um, I got him, uh, we cut, he, he ran in there cuffed up, and, uh, you know, there's some s- stuff in that f- front room y'all probably need to see, and, and I got him back in one of the, one of the other rooms, but, Ephraim, what happened out here? What's got you so shaken up? He takes a long drag from the flask <laughs> that yeah. is in his jacket pocket. I think you just need to come see it. Horace. Horace? I walk over to Horace. Horace has reached uh, has reached the head, and he's just grabbed it by the hair, and he's looking it in the eyes. Horace, now, I know you ain't much for fighting, but sometimes things just happen in battle. You can't, you can't always predict it. I've been in plenty of bar fights where I accidentally punched some fellers I didn't mean to, and when you throw guns in the mix, you just know you're asking for trouble. It, it ain't your fault. So just to, if you could if you could put the head down and and we might need you in here bud there's there's things happening so if you could put uh, well, uh, it down of of course of course we're we're needed inside and he takes he doesn't put the head down he carries it with him <laughs> <laughs> it's right through here boys <laughs> excuse me <laughs> right through here <laughs> and i just kind of point to the first room inside. I'll, I'll care- carefully start doddering up, uh, but I want to keep my gun kind of at the ready. I'm not pointing at anything in particular, but I could if I needed to, and I'm cautious about it all. Everett, I ain't doing so hot. If you want to take lead, I'll back you up, though, as I'm dr- I, I assume I'm, like, dripping blood all over the place at this point. <laughs> 100%. Professor Horace Green is also dripping blood from the head he's carrying. Are you <laughs> carrying it with you into the home? With two hands, or by the hair with one hand, or you by the hair with one hand. Uh huh. Why? Just curious. Uh, Horace (laughs) Horace Green doesn't. He doesn't hear that question. (laughs) No. Yeah, I'm asking Thomas. I guess what's going on inside Professor Horace Green's mind? Well, it's because this is a comedy podcast, and that's hilarious. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, I don't know why you're slowing it down like this, Zach. Oh, I was thinking that we could have like a good character moment. You're you're interrupting a good character moment. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's dazed, carrying a head around and not saying anything. He's busy downloading my pictures of Wozniak. Well, that won't make sense because I'll have edited out the whole movie part. <laughs> As the three of you head in, ha. specifically Horace Green, <laughs> uh, the smell of rotten flesh is the first thing you notice as you pass through the swinging open front door of the coal abode. At first, you think the stench could be from the unattended dishes strewn throughout this living room, the remnants of several meals now covered in a few buzzing flies. But that static hum of flies, it's so loud in your ears, and looking over, you see that that is due to the large swarm hovering about the body of Miss Kitty which is laying lifeless across one of the sitting chairs. Lifeless, to be sure, because this body, the skin, is chewed up so badly that chunks are hanging off or completely missing, and the dripping dark red blood pooling below on the floor. But especially lifeless due to the way this body is crumpled. Her back held directly in the middle by one of the armrests, there's an unnatural angle there as the top half of her torso dangles straight down, perpendicular to the floor. I'll never get a chance to string her up now. <laughs> uh, go ahead and roll sanity for me. Pace, Perlman, and Green. Oh, God, my dice. Oh, God. God damn it. Uh, so I have a super... Oh. No, wait, I'm good. Uh, 78 on a 78. Is that... Oh, that's, that's huge. Yeah. Horace Green rolls a seven. Three, baby. Oh, congratulations to all. None of you lose any sanity, and you're all able to make a listen check. I heard I it. Here, coins in a glass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? Well, also, did you roll three <laughs> dice? No, I was putting all the other dice away because I spilled them all out like an idiot. No, just, just wanted you guys to pretend like you didn't notice for once. You're doing a hearing check. I got 14. <laughs> what did I roll? <laughs> a 14. No, but I mean, what was a listen? Oh, I barely passed. Justin, we need to talk. <laughs> uh, I fail. A 49 on a 40. We're, we're doing listen? Not anymore. You failed your listen check by not hearing me say that. Four. <laughs> well, no, then Justin did his deal and I made a joke about it. I was doing the... Professor Horace Green and Jack Perlman, <gasps> please keep your headphones on. Hey, um, do you want to do... Uh, do you want me to fail a sanity test earlier on when I see the head or something? That is why I To asked. give that a little more umph. Yeah, I just figured it's, it's Delta Green. Let's get weird with it. But he, he would be emotionally devastated. <laughs> exactly. That's all I wanted you to say earlier. So Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on real quick. Hold on. Roll sanity, you said. <laughs> 88, that's a critical failure. <laughs> I think he's going to fixate on that head. <laughs> Ha ha ha.
Professor Horton. Joe, take your fucking headphones. Horace Green, Jack Perlman, <gasps> Judge Ephraim Cortland. The three of you hear a slight murmur from the next room deeper into this house. Bob da hob. Bob da hob. Bob da hob. He's. <clears throat> I chased him in there and he's uh, tied up, but he's been yeah, just saying those m- mumble words over and over again. Which room's he in? Do we know a Bob? The one that you got right there. Horace holds the head up and looks at it quizzically. <laughs> I don't think you'll like this. This is the first time Everett has noticed that you've brought the head in with you. What the hell? You, <laughs> why are you holding up a head? You should have just left that outside. What are you? Why'd you bring a head in? It? What's going on here, Horace? So he can see. He's dead, Horace. He's dead. He killed him. <laughs> okay. Professor Horace Green starts laughing. No, no, no. Hor- yeah, no, he doesn't. <laughs> Horace looks really confused, and he looks at you, and he looks at the head, and then he moves the, the jaw. <laughs> Holy shit. And he's like, I'm not dead. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Everett, Everett exchanges a glance with, like, Jack Perlman, <gasps> but it's not of, like, scared. It's just like, well... We lost one, I guess. <laughs> uh, Jack just shrugs. Yup. You're getting the floors dirty with all that blood there. I don't. Horace, if you could put a napkin under Bobby, that would be. He's dripping. He's causing mess. Oh my! Oh my! How how rude! And Horace takes off his um his handkerchief and ties it around the stump <laughs> on the neck. <laughs> I don't think you're going to be making much more of a mess that's already in here. Those other two rooms ain't too ain't too good either. Well, it ain't proper for a head not to be covered on the bottom. I think he's quite dashing now. <laughs> Aren't you? Yes, I am. Why, why are you all looking at me like that? Maybe we should continue upon our 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 business here and talk to Horace about some stuff later. Yeah, well, if we... I think I hear him still chanting in there, but uh, he's just passed in through those doors. What did you do to him? I just... I got him beat up pretty good and I got him hogtied and, and, and cuffed up and he's just... I don't know. I might have hit him in the head too hard or something. What do you reckon he killed Miss Kitty for? I, I didn't really have time to find out. I just kind of lost it on him and then uh, came to see what you guys were doing. I, you know, didn't want to do it alone. You think maybe she was breaking into his house last night and that's he must have caught her. That's, that's got to be what happened. Could be. Why'd he keep her inside, though? He didn't he didn't mention her back at the at the church. Seems like that was something he would have brought up. I never up. liked Silas. Maybe he stole something from her like he stole something from me, but... What do you think happened, Teddy? I think the zombie girl ate her. Oh, well, now that's a thought. Perhaps. What do you guys think? Maybe we ought to just go ask him. I think it's best we talk to Silas Cole face to face right now and figure this all out. If you want to lead the way, go ahead, because I feel like I'm going to lose it on him again if I go in there first and can't promise he'll have much say after I get to him. 
Did any of us check if Mary's here? Mary! Mary, you upstairs? Do I hear any response from upstairs? There is no upstairs. <laughs> so probably I don't then. <laughs> roll sanity. Wait, 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 wait. If we roll, can we make there an upstairs? <laughs> You said we could roll stealth for rocks. Can we roll listen for upstairs? It's a 40-story skyscraper uh, now. I don't have to tell you that role-playing is a collaborative uh, storytelling experience. Roll listen. Just Everett Pace. <laughs> I pass a six on a 40. You hear what is definitely a couple squirrels hanging out up on top of the house. I don't know if Mary's here or not. There's a couple squirrels up there, though. Ooh, I didn't see anybody else besides Kitty and Silas when I came in. Where do you reckon Mary's off to, then? I don't rightly know. And I head towards the first door and just kind of shove it open with my foot, and I point. He's in there. Uh, I get, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll make my way into the room that Silas is being kept. Okay, real quick. I just got to do a wicked piss. Okay. Oh, gotcha. Sorry. <laughs> Oh. I've been drink drinking a lot of this bubbly to try to get burps, and now my stomach hurts. That's <laughs> uh, it's workers' comp, I think, in the podcast yeah, world. I think so <laughs> I'm gonna have to draw on un- disability from <laughs> pretending LLC. <laughs> Did you hear about the Florida Marlins thing? They had eight new cases today. Oh, they had the total fourteen. Before. Oh, I th- oh, okay, I got you. I, I, I think baseball is going to be canceled again. Oh, it's 100% canceled. You think the NBA is not next? Like, hey, the NBA has zero no way cases. football can even start. The NBA had zero cases recently. It's not going to be long until it's over. All right, let's... <laughs> wow, Zach. <laughs> I'm just an optimist, baby. Depending <laughs> so, on when this comes out, that'll be super an dated optimist. information. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, like, right. baseball is about to shut down again. Yeah, yeah. Probably for good for the forever. It's, it's over forever. <laughs> Everyone decided they didn't. You're over like it forever. Enough. Football's stupid. <laughs> Baseball yes, rules. Shut up. <laughs> it's golf, or uh, I think you can probably play cornhole still. Dude, that's no, too high contact. Have you ever flip through to one of those like shitty alternative uh, sports channels yes. and they're showing cornhole tournaments, and it's just like. It's more like a dad bod tournament. It's like yes. who can be the roundest, like right in the middle. <laughs> yeah, they got really thin calves. <laughs> Real thin everything except for except for the perfect bellies. beer belly. And their corn arm. <laughs> their corn arm, yeah. How about the five of us challenge the five best cornhole players in America to a game of cornhole um, to promote our podcast? And the losers have to live on Moron Mountain forever. Yeah, you need to say you don't like the idea with Swackhammer <laughs> as their boss. It's a is a Space Jam ref. So uh, <laughs> if I could get a text. Speaking of Space Jam, I was watching this Michael Jordan contest uh, <laughs> for each of you. Did you see anybody weird? <laughs> oh, dude, let me tell you. <laughs> I got a 43 on a 45. Oh, shit. That's going to be very good. That's great, Jack. Thank uh, you. Professor Willis you're going to be at a negative 20. Uh, yeah, that, that does not matter because I already went way over a 72 on a 40. Okay. I'm a 79 on a 30. 
Okay. 30 on a 60. I love how nimble this towering behemoth man is. Because of my horse riding capabilities. <laughs> You've adopted the way of the horse for your legs. <laughs> got very thin calves. <laughs> In my free time, I <laughs> run around my house on all fours and jump over stuff. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, how horrifying to imagine <laughs> a man in the 1880s <laughs> like Judge Ephraim. Uh-huh, specifically. Just barely, yeah. He burns down three houses a year with all the oil lamps he knocks over. <laughs> Silas Cole saved you a lot of money. Why are you yeah. after him? He stole my damn wire. <laughs> I can't prance around like I used to. Life went back to the dark ways. <laughs> Pace begins hobbling toward the door that Cortland has just opened up, and it is Jack Perlman's <gasps> turn. What would you like to do? Uh, what do I see? Where are you going? I was following Everett Pace. Uh, you could easily pass him if you would like, or you can continue to walk behind him. I'll still stay behind him with my gun kind of tracked on the door, so I'm I'm trailing him. I'm letting Judge Everett Cortland, take. It is your turn. <laughs> I uh... sorry. Finish that thought. <laughs> Oh, me? Yeah, I stood up for a second. That's my Oh, bad. that's cool. I'm going to stand up more <laughs> now, you big bully. <laughs> I don't even remember. It was stupid. <laughs> Horace isn't going down the hallway because uh, he's just It's like... also not his turn. Judge Cortland, what are you doing? Thomas, oh, I'm standing just... up. Oh, shit. Sorry, I was standing up. <laughs> Seemed like a moment to stand up. I was just going to get one little bit in. <laughs> Uh, but now Zach's all like, let's make this a boar cast. <laughs> Not a f- but that was really good. <laughs> no. <laughs> what was that a pun of? Podcast. <laughs> oh. Vorecast. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Horace Green isn't going down the hallway towards the door because he and the skull and the head are just standing there going like, after you, after you, after you, after you. <laughs> so i'm like holding the door open for them and i see that and i just kind of like gently grab horace by the sleeve and like pull him like guide him into the room horace and the skull look at each other and they're like after him and they follow you do they say it at the same time Uh, Yes, they do. (laughs) Professor Horace Green, as Cortland escorts you past Everett Pace and Jack Perlman (gasps) into this room, right as you are at the threshold of this door, looking down, you see, hey, if uh, Everett Pace and Jack Perlman, Justin, Joe, if you could take off your headphones real quick, uh, as well as Luke, that would be phenomenal. Professor Horace Green. As you keep direct eye contact with Preacher, Sheriff, Doctor, Detached Head, Bobby Custard, you notice, out of the corner of your peripheral, a disturbingly magnificent technicolor swirl of light covering the part of the floor in this room that's immediately in front of you. It's likely the most beautiful thing you have ever seen, and yet there is an endlessness about it that inspires both awe and dread. I need you to roll sanity. Uh, fail 
Um, 73 on a 60. You're going to lose one sanity. Um, Horace, uh, Horace walks through the portal. Horace Green, with this head in one of your hands, you step down into nothingness. And immediately you feel content. That's all I can say at this time. Oh, dang. Did I just turn myself into a tildy zombie? I can't answer that question currently. Well, a zombie with a, a zombie with a little head, buddy, would be really funny. <laughs> it would be very fun. <laughs> All right. So you can uh, you can leave the Zoom call if you want, honestly. Okay, I'll stay. You, I mean, I'll, I'll be by my phone, so. Yeah, you can hang out on the Zoom call, but stay by your phone and... Oh, yeah, I'll just watch you guys. Yeah, there you go. Uh, okay. Everett Pace, Jack Perlman, <gasps> Judge Ephraim Cortland, the three of you see Professor Horace Green walk into the room. However, you are at a current angle where you are right now, walking towards this door to where you can't quite see where he went once he got into the room, and you can't really see into the room quite yet. Into the next room where yes, Silas is? Exactly. Okay. And Everett Pace, it is your turn. <laughs> The fact that we're in turn order would make Joe nervous, but Everett's just walking in to see where Judge Ephraim Cortland tied up Silas. I think Everett Pace would be nervous due to the odd chanting that you can now hear coming from this room that you know is Silas Cole, who is apparently tied up, hogtied, who is saying, Bob da Hob, Bob da Hob. Bob da ha ha, and with the door open, you can hear it quite clearly. And there's that body that was all munched up on. I kind of stop when I hear. Wait, what? Oh, the Miss Kitty, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, there's reasons to be uh, nervous. <laughs> Not for every. <laughs> Namely, everything that's happened. Oh, that's just that's a chewed up body. Ain't nothing to see here now. Found Miss Kitty. She's dead. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so it goes. But mission accomplished. He hears, uh, he hears the chanting and stops and listens for a second and kind of looks back at Judge and Pearlman. Bob da ha ha? Did that ring a bell for anybody? Bob da ha ha? Is he, is he in town? You think he's a relation or something? Maybe it's his lawyer. He needs his lawyer, Bob da ha ha. Maybe, I, I don't know. <laughs> Judge, is there, a, is there a lawyer in town? Bob da ha ha? I think I've dealt with him once or twice. That's what it is. He's going to need a good lawyer for this. And I keep walking in. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Justin and Luke, take off your headphones real quick for me. <laughs> Joe, as you walk toward the open door, you see a technicolor swirl has taken over the entirety of the floor, right as you where you're about to walk in on. I need you to roll a sanity check as all of these rainbow colors just wash back and forth in a circle around where your next step might be. I pass a 16 on a 78. You lose no sanity. Everett wants to look up at the ceiling to see what's projecting this down onto the floor. There's nothing up on the ceiling that would affect what is happening here on the floor. Does anything change with my step? Like into it? Like onto it? 
Do you step onto it? I thought you said I did. You don't have to. <laughs> well, fuck. <laughs> I think I think since he didn't pass a or since he passed a sanity roll, he doesn't. He's not too worried about it. He just thinks that a pretty light show going on in here somehow. There must be a stained glass revolving uh, candle lit thing. And as that first step goes down, you feel your foot continue to move through the floor as ever it pace trips and falls face first into this technicolor swirl and you feel your body become wholly content in this moment. Welcome, Everett. (laughs) Professor Horace Green says to you in a space of pure darkness and somehow at the same time completely technicolor. Welcome, Everett! Horace, is that you? Yes, Eddie's here too. Oh, you you brought the you brought the head with you too, huh? All right. Where where are we? Who cares? Doesn't it feel great? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I ever experienced a time when I was so. It just it's re- re- relaxing, I guess. And the two of you are just falling, but you're falling up, seemingly. You reckon, you think we're on our way up to the big man in the sky? I think that's probably what this is. What do you think happened? You think we, we must have stepped in a bear trap, got us got us through an artery or something in that room? To me, it looked like a beautiful gateway to an ascendant plane. That's what I saw, too. That must have been the last drags of the blood leaving our body and making our brains see the something that would give us comfort in our final moments. Everett, uh, normally I'm a man of... Of reason and science, but, uh, well, science never made me feel like this. I think probably we just, yeah. We died, you're right, yep. We died, don't question it, we're going to heaven, this is great. Uh, just enjoy this, uh, this falling upwards, as it were. Clara, here I come! And above you, you see only darkness. It'll take me a minute, I don't even see the light yet, but I'll be there. Jack Perlman. Yeah. <gasps> hey, man. Hey. It's your turn. Uh, I'm following Everett into the pl- into the thing. Gun out. And as you walk up to the door that is slightly open that both Professor Horace Green and Everett Pace have walked through, you see on the floor an incredible swirl of technicolor vibrancy just washing about in circles around and around the floor and i need you to roll sanity for me but it's so party it is but it is crazy as hell oh 51 yeah on a 39 it'd be cool if i could pass one sanity check. <laughs> well with a failed sanity check <laughs> you're gonna be at a negative depending on what you want to do here okay but looking into this room uh, you just see the, the majority of this floor, about half the room, is covered in this gorgeous rainbow-colored swirl. It's like light? That is mesmerizing light. Like bioluminescence or whatever. You do not see Everett Pace. You do not see Professor Horace Green. You only see a bed that is flipped over, and from behind it you hear... Silas? What the hell are you chanting that for? Who's Bob to Hob? And I guess I'll have you roll a dexterity at a negative 20 
keep your footing as you enter into this room. Negative 20 because you failed your sanity Fuck. check. 29 on a 25. So close. Well, that'll do it <laughs> as you... Uh, <laughs> As your foot steps into this room without being able to make the jump over it or stop yourself from stepping onto it, your foot moves through the floor. Oh. And you begin falling through this technicolor swirl of a portal, and you begin falling upward and upward, and you feel completely content physically oh that sounds nice except for the part where i'm in an endless hell of some kind (laughs) yes it is complete darkness and at the exact same time every color you've ever seen swirling around you and above you there's nothing but the absence of light and the bodies of everett pace and professor horace green who are having a perfectly normal conversation oh shit jack did the bear trap get you too we just all plumb ran into it, didn't we? Hello, Jack. Um, long story short, we're probably in heaven. Uh, I don't want to get too into it because we're probably gonna have to do this again with the judge really quickly here. So, uh, but uh, if if you can if if you can just wait if you could just wait wait we're we're gonna get to it in just a moment, I'm sure. We'll answer all your questions. And you wait. And you wait. And the judge does not come. Oh, thank God. The judge must have skipped over that bear trap in that room. <sighs> kind of bear trap sends you into another goddamn I guess dimension. it could have been some kind of trap that fell from the ceiling, but either way, something killed us as soon as we walked in the room, and now we're on our way up. To heaven, most likely. You sure we're dead? Can I touch Everett Pace's face? Like, I put my hand out to touch his face. Like, face off, where I go, eh, and touch his face. You're asking a lot of questions for a content person. You're kind of ruining the vibe here, man. <laughs> when I when I reach out to touch his face, do I feel Yeah, anything? it feels like someone else's hand is touching his face. Yep, Jack, it's me. Oh. But that feels right to you. Well, I don't know what we can do. Did you all try looking around? Are we walking right now or are we like floating? We're, flo- we're floating up. We're going to heaven. Uh, it's just a matter of time. When Jack says that, though, Everett's like, "Hey, I, I didn't, I didn't try that." And he puts his arm behind him and tries to get momentum in one direction or another, see if he can move through the air. I feel so graceful. I've never felt this graceful. Not for, not for fifty years at least. Seemingly out of nowhere, the three of you are sitting on the ground. Above you. It's pure darkness, the same darkness that you've seen above you this entire time. And beneath you, the ground is made of pure light. Well, it would appear we've made it. (laughs) Holy fuck, Zach. (laughs) Yeah, I thought there'd be more clouds and harps. Do you think Jesus is up here? Jesus! Jesus, you here? Jesus. It's me, Everett. Jesus, Jesus, you come out now. Jesus! Jesus! <laughs> and as Professor Horace Green opens and closes the jaw of the decapitated head of preacher sheriff Dr. Bobby Custard as he's Jeff Dunham's Jesus! <laughs> 
<laughs> That's right. That's right. That's what I think of you, Professor Horace Green. <laughs> you're you're <laughs> no fucking better. hack. <laughs> you dirty Dunham. <laughs> the biggest insult I you, can think of. <laughs> you belong in the gutter. <laughs> the eyes of Preacher Sheriff, Dr. Decapitated Head, Bobby Custard, open. And then the camera pans down into the bright, pure light of the ground. <laughs> Look at- <laughs> And as the camera pans down into this bright white light, it begins traveling through this technicolor cylinder. And on the other side, goes up into the bedroom of Silas and Mary Cole, moves directly up to the face of Judge Ephraim Cortland. Uh, Well, Silas, that was a hell of a lot easier than I thought it was going to be. (laughs) Oh, fuck you Holy shit The chanting stops The Technicolor swirl on the floor dissipates And Silas pushes the bed back over Into its horizontal position And he rushes to Judge Ephraim Cortland And throws his arms around the back of his neck Judge Ephraim Cortland places his lips right on Silas's mouth and a deep, deep kiss. Holy shit. And Silas Cole pulls back and says, I love you, Mary. <laughs> what the fuck, Zach? <laughs> I love you too, Silas. Oh my god. So... I can never trust any of you again. <laughs> like, in a Zach game. I was like, okay, I'll just get him in here. I'll probably have to fight him into the portal. No? <laughs> Damn it. Nope. Howdy, y'all. Zach here. I'm Zach. We hope you enjoyed this arc. We certainly had a blast playing it. A few programming notes, since I can't exactly ask Wolf to apologize on my behalf. 
This episode took quite a bit longer than usual to publish. That's my bad. I'm still getting used to working full-time on another continent. I just couldn't get it all done last week. I have, I have so much love for this project, and I end up pouring more time into it than I have to make this thing I'm absurdly proud of. Uh, so the next episode, episode 96, will come out next Friday, October 2nd. Uh, For those of you blessed, generous, demented folks in the Patreon, I am working feverishly to put up the audio for both Luke's homebrew Delta Green one-shot, as well as our delightfully silly game of Roll for Shoes set in a very goofy outer space. If you've enjoyed this show so far, I would really love it if you could take a minute to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, or... I don't know, maybe go and make a post on Reddit recommending our lunacy or something like that. I don't know, maybe. Those are just a few nice things that would, uh, oh boy howdy, would just make me feel real good. Now from the bottom of my black, oozy, squamous heart, thank you for listening. We love y'all. Hot dog.